This week, we're talking about habits, good habits, bad habits, atomic habits, new habits, old habits. We've all got them, but how do they affect our personal development and capabilities as a leader or a young boss? We're going to dive into how and why habits can sometimes define who we are and either further or limit who we can be. You're smart, you're motivated. You wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino. Welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. I want you to ask yourself, why don't you already have the results that you want? You know, your reality is everything you have today, today as in right now, and it's likely what you've created. This is going to be tough for you to hear, and it was tough for me to hear the first time I heard it, but the reality is you have everything today to the exact degree that you deserve. Let that settle in for a minute. Let it hit, marinate, stew on it, chew on it. Pretty savage, right? But it's also pretty true. If your goal or dreams are truly all that you wanted, you would do anything for it, right? If all you want is to start your new business, you'd burn the ships. You'd quit your day job. You'd get the loan. You'd tell everyone, start a website, create the products, go for it, right? I mean, that's what I would do. That's what most successful people I know did, but you maybe haven't. So I guess you don't want it as bad as you tell everybody that you do. Hard pill to swallow, huh? So do you not have what you want because you don't deserve it? Or are you not working hard enough for it? Or is everything you work for something you feel you deserve? Do you have everything to the degree you deserve it or to the degree that you work for it? The choice is really yours. Are you going to put in that work or think that you deserve things? It's up to you. I want to talk a little bit about becoming the person you want to be. Now, it may seem kind of weird, but I think everybody, regardless of age, should have idols, people that they look up to, people that they aspire to, people who inspire them and who have done what they want to be doing. You can probably think of a few people off the bat, and if you don't, you need to identify these people because you're going to model your behaviors after them. At least you should. You should emulate their habits because those habits made them as successful as they are. You need to understand them and how they behave, what their morning routines are, what are their spending habits, how do they treat people, how do they spend their free time. It might not seem like it, but every lifestyle choice and behavior is influenced by habits. There's rhyme and reason to these habits, and it works for them. Successful people have structure, and structure is implemented and executed by forming good habits. It's pretty difficult to do without those traits. You know, I love the book, The 5 AM Club. If you've never read it, it's a fictional book, but it's really all about building habits. It's about waking up every day and taking it by storm, doing the most important things first so you can knock them out before the sun even is up or before everybody else in your family or business or your clients, you get the point. Before everybody's up, you want to do those things that are important to you, that matter to you, that really can change your business, change your life. And books like that, motivational books like Atomic Habits and the 5am Club are really helpful and motivational and they can help encourage you because sometimes it's hard to get up early and get stuff done and, and to make those habits part of your everyday routine, but it's so, so important if you're trying to become the best version of yourself. 
The skinny of it is that habits are responsible for results. Habits are functions of your subconscious mind. Over time, through a habitual behavior, we condition ourselves to adopt habits that shape our days and the ways we think. So ask yourself, what does your subconscious mind want? Is it naturally always choosing pleasure or does it sometimes choose pain? If it's not choosing pain, at least some of the time, you have to understand that you have the ability to choose your heart. What do I mean by that? I mean that owning a business is hard. Working for someone else is hard. Being out of shape is hard. Being in shape is hard. You get to choose your hard. It's all hard, so choose wisely. Hey there, it's Isabel. It's time for you to join the community of ambitious young professionals who are taking their careers to the next level. Hit the subscribe button and become a part of the Young Boss Movement today. Now, back to the show. Everybody is so daunted at the prospect of either quitting a habit or forming a new positive one, and that's probably because it's effing hard. It takes a ton of willpower and self-accountability that a lot of people just aren't cut out for. Word on the street is that it takes 21 days to form a new habit, but I'm convinced that it's the conscious effort and time spent doing it that forms a good habit. You realize this mindset, right? If you want to do something and it's a new habit, but every time you do it, you're miserable or you have a terrible experience and the emotions around it are like terrible for you, you're not gonna wanna keep doing that even if you do it for 21 days, 40 days, 100 days, you're miserable. You have to make sure when you're doing that new habit, you're having positive emotions around it. You're having a great time around it. So if you want to start running, maybe instead of, you know, wearing uncomfortable shoes or, you know, shorts that keep riding up or listening to a boring, you know, playlist or something, do something that makes you excited and fun and have a great time. Put on a great outfit, buy new comfy running shoes, get a cool new water bottle to bring with you. Do little things that make it a positive experience for you so that you want to come back you want to do it again. Habitual activities, movements, processes, sayings are more about the intensity of the emotion that happens when doing it for the first few times. It's much easier to form a positive habit if you have positive intention and emotion towards it. You'll literally learn it faster and the habit will become part of your every day. It will become more natural much quicker. Remember, it's all up top. Your mind is so incredibly powerful that if you really commit to a new habit, you will form it. That being said, you should take the process one step at a time. It's easier to bite off more than you can chew, especially when you're excited about the potential to change your life, to begin achieving more, so chill. Taking it one step at a time will get you there. Enjoy the process. Here are a few tips and tricks that have helped me form a new habit. Tie it in with something you already do. If you're trying to whiten your teeth or floss your teeth, put the whitener, put the floss right next to your toothbrush. You're already habitually doing that, I hope so. And so every morning when you go to brush your teeth, you can do that next step, that flossing, that teeth whitening. And there we go, we've started a new habit. Journaling is also a great way to keep yourself accountable and to keep a log of your journey. This is about you and it will be so motivating to look back and see how far you've come. I'm sure you've seen those really cool charts that people use. I've seen them a lot on like TikTok and Instagram lately where they have a bunch of tiny little squares and it says like how many days you worked out or ate clean or drank your water or spent time with your kids or whatever the case is and they color it in and it's a whole year's chart to see all these different things that they want to do every day. Well, if one 
line is all left blank and you never colored it in, you clearly didn't do that task. And so you've got to start working on those things to create those habits. But journaling, having a visual map to indicate how far you're coming can be really helpful. You can also find new ways to maximize your time. Maybe you have a really bad scrolling habit. You know, you instead of just scrolling all day long, make a TikTok while you're TikToking, right? Associating new habits with current habits can make it so much easier. Every time I catch myself scrolling for more than five minutes, I'm like, pause. I need to create content for my own business. Instead of just enjoying everyone else's content, I'll create one video, give myself five more minutes of scrolling. If I'm still on, I got to create another one to reward myself with five more minutes of scrolling. Linking in those habits with something you already love can really help. Instead of reading a book, you can listen to a book while you do other things like walking your dog. Try to tie something with something you're already doing to make the habit not so hard, not so difficult. I want you to think about this. What do you already do that you love that you can link your new habit to? I want to know. So be sure to share with me in the comments. It can be hard to form good habits if you're not in the right headspace. If you're depressed or down in the dumps, it's hard, almost impossible to start positive habits. When you're feeling negative about work or your relationships, it's way too easy to start bad habits. Trust me, I know. When I was going through a depressive state, it was really easy to uncork a bottle of wine every night to, you know, relax, to take the edge off. I had a rough day. I deserved it. And naturally one night leads to two nights, which leads to every night of the week. And before you know it, you've developed this horrible, unhealthy habit habit because you're stressed. And so bad habits are just as easy to create, if not easier than good habits. So when you're choosing to change your life by implementing positive habits, be sure that you're ready for it. Be sure to get in the right headspace so that you position yourself correctly to have a better experience adopting good habits. If you find yourself sliding into a bad habit, like sliding into your desk chair all the time, you got to nip that shit in the butt and reset. My final tip for you regarding positive habit making is that you must make habits a part of your lifestyle as much as possible. Here's the truth of it all. If you do nothing different for the next year, you're likely to be in the same place if not worse. But even if you take one step, even if all you do is register your LLC with the state, you'll be further along than you were yesterday. You know what? It doesn't have to be 20% better every day. Just consider 1% better every day. If you get 1% better every day, you will realize exponential growth. And it's much easier to implement lifestyle changes when you take it slowly, step by step, when you feel it out and let it work its way in. Stay committed and stay humble. When it comes to being a young boss, having good habits is key, not only for you to be successful with your own business, with your own ventures, but also you want the people around you to be looking at you for inspiration. Your team looks up to you. And so having good habits, you know, being this person who's doing things the right way and doing things in a positive manner is really going to give a great impression on your clients, your coworkers, and everyone around you. I really think habit formation is actually pretty easy easy when you break it down step by step and you use some easy tips to implement it with what you already do in your life. Creating negative habits can be just as easy, if not easier than creating positive ones. So be careful because it's a slippery slope. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and let me know what habit are you working on implementing this month? I want to hear from you. Remember, youth is your power.